Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is BFC Live for Thursday, July 16th, 2020. BFC Live is a video and podcast production of the Business of Cannabis. Since 2017, through our web, social, video, and podcast channels, as well as real-world and virtual events, we've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. As a reminder, all BFC Lives are available via podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We encourage you to subscribe and download. Coming up, a conversation with Jeremy Potvan of Weedbox and Toke Text. We'll be talking about the ever-changing world of cannabis retail regulations in Ontario and what that means for Toke Text and Weedbox. And here's what we've been up to this week on Business of Cannabis. On Monday, the CanDelta team joined us to talk also about all things Ontario cannabis retail and about ending the monopoly for e-commerce from the Ontario Cannabis Store. On Tuesday, in addition to ICA Washington from Diversity Talk, we had our benchmarks update, benchmark updates from our partners at Cannabis Benchmarks, talking about the cannabis pricing in the Northwest Territories and what that means for pricing throughout the country. Yesterday, Liz Tahura from BDSA, our official insights partner, joined us to share their, their insights about consumer behavior and trends the first half of 2020. Today is our newsletter from our, our job of the week in our newsletter uh, from our friends at Cannabis at Work. They are recruiting for head of production in Copenhagen, Denmark, a pretty sweet gig. Tomorrow, uh, uh, Ali Mohammed from Light Clinic will join us to talk about his company's growth, but also success during COVID and uh, partnership with Shoppers Drug Mart. And I want to bring your attention to three upcoming events. On July 29th, we'll be having a Cannabis Forward Education and Networking event presented by Robic and hosted by Council 45 in Vancouver called Can BC Lead Cannabis in Canada Again? On August 7th, we will have a lunch and learn with our partners at CanDelta about their article series called So You Want to Open a Cannabis Retail Store. That's at noon Eastern on August 7th. And then on August 27th, another Cannabis Forward Education Networking event uh, co-produced with our partners at Diversity Talk titled Social Equity and Practice. We encourage you to, to go to our website and register for those events. As always, follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and on our website, businessofcannabis.ca. Thank you to our ongoing partners, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, CanDelta, and BDSA for their ongoing support, as well as our protected by partner, Alcent. This is now Jeremy Potvan from Toke Text and Weedbox from my front porch. Enjoy. Welcome to the porch. Thanks for having me, Jay. This welcome is, to the porch. This is good. It's good. I mean, if you live in the west end of Toronto or could get here, um, you're welcome. To, anybody's welcome to the porch. This is where I like to spend time during. It's like uh, live from Daryl's house. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like uh, I get to watch the plants, uh, not cannabis plants, but actually, it looks like the tomatoes are beautiful, but they have some sort of weird disease in the bottom, and they're inedible. Are they? Yeah. Well, it won't stop either way, whether they're inedible for humans or not. Squirrels will just pick one off, <laughs> right. take a fucking bite, throw them and up. throw it. Yeah. Because they're pricks. Squirrels are not our problem, except for when, <laughs> when they move sunflowers from other neighbors here. But uh, raccoons actually pick them with opposable thumbs and mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, raccoons always. That's how I stopped growing tomatoes in my backyard. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, they look great. They taste great if you can get them, but you really have to be quick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of quick, that's not what I mean. Um, you uh, had a piece yesterday in the Bay Street Bowl. Uh-huh. Talking about cannabis retail. Yeah. Has anything given you more angst over the in your life 
<laughs> I can't have to over the past two years to, in Ontario. I used to think I was so smart. Like I, I think you're smart. Out, I can figure out anything. I think I'm so smart, but the the the, the barrage of challenges you get hit with yeah. in this industry it's unbelievable. Like I've mentored probably 250 tech startups right. through TechStars and Founders Institute. Just launched a bunch of my own companies. I've never seen anything where you're like, all right, this is my roadmap. Here's my path. You take one step and they're like, ha, it's over there now. Yeah. Cause you just changed, someone woke up or got elected and just changed everything on you. And it's, it's remarkable how difficult it is. Um, we've been, you know, criticizing, oh, your pitch deck changes a lot. Yeah. Cause you've looked outside, <laughs> everything changes all the time. I'm well, just being nimble. Well, I want to yeah. talk about what's happening now, but I also want to bring yeah. you back. The first time we actually met was bright and early in the morning. It must have been February, January, February 2019. Yeah. Uh, the basement of CBC. Oh, God. The, the day after the first lottery. Yeah. For the first 25. Right. Right. Yeah. When I was on. Um, uh, you were Metro Morning. Yeah, Metro Morning. And I was going to think on Ontario I Morning. I was brought on as the loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, own oh, oh, that. Uh, it wasn't your fault. No, um, it was the other guy. The guy with the uh, coconut water company was the winner. He phoned in. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So, so, I mean, that seems like a very long. It was a very long time ago. A lot it has changed since like then. like a decade ago. But even getting to that point, there was a lot of. Uh, first, it was going to be open. Then it was going to be. Uh, not open. Then it was going to be. Then it was a lottery. That's when I met you. Yeah. After the lottery, then there was another lottery. I put that in quotes because it was quite different and much bigger. It was. It was a lottery for one percenters. Right. You had to have three hundred grand. Right. Just to get into the lottery, right. which right. there was a shocking number of one percenters. And some of them are open uh, now. So yeah. that, that's actually come to pass. Like, I mean, all of it. It is what it is. Yeah. Like you know, when we first, it was horrifying. Yeah. Like we we'd, we'd planned for a year and a half to get to the end of two thousand eighteen. And I think it was like two days away from when we were supposed to get to, like, the details are fuzzy now, we were supposed to get well, to Well, it apply. is cannabis. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're like, oh, surprise, lottery. We're like, what? Yeah. yeah. And we had and that deal with Alcana. Everything just went tank from after that. It was and, just a, we went through an 18-month nightmare after that. Yeah. yeah. And, and actually, bringing it to more recently, so yeah. we can fast forward. Uh, there are some new stores opening, even in the midst of COVID, in Ontario, for yep. sure. And other places, too. But we're f- going to focus we have on Ontario. Maybe four. Okay. I just looked at another place yesterday. And Good. Love it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, like, I mean, so things are happening forward. not as fast as people would like, and some people are, have been sitting on leases since even before the first lottery. We blew, you know, our first tranche of our Series A, like 60% of it went going to leases because that's what we were told to do. Right. Go get, Go get a lease. Load up. And Everyone here are the parameters. There aren't that many. stores for everybody. Yeah. We grabbed some serious locations. We mapped everything out. Nothing was near a school. Oh, we're going to change the way we map. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so we, you know, unfortunately burn a lot of money on those. Yes. And, and again, all in the past. Like, you, you, can't, you can't dwell on it. And then uh, in the midst of what's happening now in March and April, uh, the province of Ontario said, okay, uh, people that are private retailers now can, op- can do e-com, can do mm-hmm. curbside pickup, can do delivery. Which was music to my ears because that's my specialty. Yeah. You know, so, everyone was always, again, back to my pitch deck, everyone's always like, why have you got all these media assets? I'm like, I know I'm going to need them, but I don't know why yet. Right. And then COVID happened. Yeah. And then back onto essential services. Delivery. That was it. Yeah. This is the moment I've been waiting for. So we built. Now, I like to say we built Tech in two weeks. It took eight months. Because I've been obsessing about Gary Vaynerchuk's wine text yes. since last year. I'm like, i got to build this. Yeah. I have to build this for cannabis. It's for one reason. The first reason was there's no checkout card. And anyone who's been in e-commerce, like you probably abandoned 
three checkout carts this oh, month. Yeah, probably today. Yeah. I actually just did one. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so, a skateboard. Think of, think of the amount of work that goes into Like, you get someone excited about a product. Yeah. Instagram ad or whatever. Yeah. You see it on a friend. You get them onto a product page. And now you've got to be good at that. You've got to be great at product pages. Yeah. How do you tell the story? Where's the call to action? You hit him like a sledgehammer. Boom. Now you get it into the cart. Okay, you're the retailer. You're excited. The guy's in the cart. He's ready to go. Okay, now if you're on a mobile device, okay, where do you live? Harder, it's right? auto-correcting the yeah. stupidest words. It's not yeah. going to know how to spell your street. Your no, street's no, no. weird. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that ever gets auto-corrected yeah. properly. Yeah. So you go through these types of steps, and then, you know, your, your wife's calling you, or your kid, yeah. or yeah. someone likes something on Instagram, and now you're distracted, you're back yeah. that, and it's gone. Yeah. So there's so much effort putting it, put into getting someone excited about a product and getting that intent right there, and then it fails. And so when I looked at Vaynerchuk's wine text, I'm like, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. First of all, the dumbest, most basic landing page I've ever seen. Two things to do. Video, Gary, sign up. That's it. Right. Nothing fancy, no marketing scrolls, right. no hero images. It's just two things, a video and a checkout card. And that's what it is. The sign-up form isn't the sign-up form. It's a checkout card. The first thing you do is fill out the checkout card so you never see it again. It's up front. So that's what we did. Yeah. Now, we did it last year. There's no carrier in the United States that will allow, like, a Twilio to push cannabis content out across SMS or MMS. So it's dead in the water. Gone. Okay, so we've done a lot of work on it, put it on a shelf. And then during COVID, I was helping some people in the food space. I built kind of a beta of it. So we actually built the thing on Canadian infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And then when, the, they flipped, when they flip-flopped, which they often do, um, and put us back on essential services, we just abandoned everything we were doing in food Toke text heads down and two yeah. weeks later we got the first beta out and it works it's fucking flawless yeah, so you get a text I've in the morning a lot of software in my life <laughs> this one's this is the most bulletproof thing we've ever done it is uh, the numbers are unbelievable so you get a text yeah so, so the way the, and the beauty like it's, it's easier to do this in canada because everyone has to buy the same product right right there's like broken coast there's only so many skews right so every store will have that or they can get it like this. Right. So for us to build out an ecosystem of retailers and consumers, and I want to, you know, it, it, I mean, the tool is a product discovery tool. Right. So you throw out a product, the Tokyo Smoke Chocolate Bar, the Broken Coast 3.5, whatever, mm -hmm. the beverages are just phenomenal. You said, yeah. Every store can have it. So you get a text on the back end. You don't know because you've signed up on Toke Text, yeah. but in the back end, we've connected you to a store. Right. Your information is built into a digital vault with the store. Mm -hmm. So the transaction actually runs at that store. We don't run the transaction. Right. So you get the thing, and all you got to do is reply with a number. Yeah. So with the day you sign up on Tote Text, that's exciting. I mean, there's me, so right. relatively exciting. <laughs> Video of me, doing my best Gary Vaynerchuk, and then the same form. And that's your checkout card. So that's exciting. There's something coming that you're going to like, right. possibly. My, and our average days from sign up to purchase is about 2.7. So we can nail it pretty quick. Yeah. But when you get that text, all you do is reply with a number. It really is flawless. We have people phoning us going... This is the most elegant UI for the most basic thing I've ever seen, but it's so elegant. Yeah. There's, there's no friction points. Yeah. The and then I, I reply with the number within four hours, someone's standing over the bag of my stuff. Well, the, the irony, yeah. I think, is you've developed a, a really seamless UI that gets people where they are and that uh, no card abandonment, all those things. Yeah. It happens to be overlaid on a Venn diagram with how people buy weed <laughs> for a very long time. By the way, right. used to buy. Right. Respond with a number. We have our top three favorite pieces of feedback and they're pretty common um 
I'm buying way more cannabis than I've ever bought. I'm buying categories I wouldn't even have heard of or thought that I would like. Beverages being number one. Mm -hmm. By the way, anyone listening to this, start developing a beverage because beverages are like when we put in a beverage, it sells out in less than an hour every time. Jeez. And my my favorite one, and it is always in the top three, is this is a thing that got me away from the illicit market because I can finally buy the way I want to buy. Right. It's I seamless. get information. Mm -hmm. I get great new products, and someone shows up. It's easy. Yeah. Now we have a lot of feature upgrades coming. We figured 30 days is the day it's going to be when, around 30 days is when someone's going to want to reorder something they bought. Okay, and so we have a new feature coming out where you can just text reorder, and it's going to be like, here's the last five things you bought. Oh, Which one? Number two. How many do you want? Three. It's on its way. So that's that. I mean, Smart. that's. And then also what we're going to have is um, an add to cart feature, meaning once all the orders come in. You'll, a text will go out saying, is there anything else you need before we make the delivery? Here's our top three selling products or five selling products of the day. Sure, one of these, one of these, one of these. Or here's something you bought last week. We can get you more of that. Basket size, repeat customers, ease of access. We're going to build the entire thing. I, I, I don't want to see a Shopify site in my future. Not, no, no, no dig against Shopify, but we're going to keep this thing on SMS permanently. SMS is on every phone in the world. There's a flip phone. Mm -hmm. You're still rocking a flip phone or any, any, like you don't have to download an app. Like, I, I don't know why people keep building apps. Do you know how hard it is to get people to download a freaking yes. app? Yeah. And then they get them to look at it. Look at your phone. Look yeah. at the last 10 apps you've used. Yeah. They're the same all the time. Yes. There's 140 other abandoned apps on your phone. <laughs> That's true. Your fucking app is going to be in that, like, garbage pail. Yeah. Like, it is so hard to get them to reopen it, but no one missed a text message yeah. ever. Because it's because they're they're right they're much more tuned to it yeah. as part of their game plan. People so, don't even want to go to a website. Yeah, that's you true. You don't even have passwords. It's all device specific. So if you need to do upgrade, like you get a link back that's only available for a very short period of time, so we know it's you, mm -hmm. and then you can update your account. Yeah, like it's we've made this thing again Smart. best software I've ever built. Smart. Yeah. And now we're in this weird space uh, where the province has said the ecom not ecom that part's actually not done, but the curbside and the delivery part is i think in risk well, how is the e-com not done well i think you can i think you can order it and pick it up in a in the store in the store yeah so we'll that's what i thought you meant so yeah. we'll most likely if we don't get what we want mm -hmm. this iteration mm -hmm. here's the best thing about canada we actually are a democracy unlike our neighbors <laughs> of the south where they think they're a democracy but anything they want they never get we typically always get what we want we do it yeah just takes we got time. cannabis we, yeah. you know Canadians aren't really good at getting it before they take it away. Right. Once they right. take something away. <laughs> then we really want we it. scream about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully this time is, is different. But, uh, you know, if unfortunately it does go that way, we will just flip the whole system into um, pick up in the store. But mm -hmm. again, like what everybody loves. Everyone just loves this stuff showing up. And we take, like, our drivers are safe. Everyone's in masks. Yeah, we sanitize on the way out, on the way back in. We observe the 30 day, you know, 30 grams per day limit. Like we've built all the things, everything that anyone yeah. needs us to do. It's completely legal. So it would be a shame if they did take it away. Like a real shame. Well, for, for all the reasons that the policy that we want people buying legal, we want people um, adhering to the guide, like all those things we want. Yep. And to have private business thrive, which is a noble goal. Yeah, well, that's the biggest thing, right? Like everything you just said, those are, that's the, that's the list, yeah. right? They're going to cause a public health concern. I We're going to. Push people back to the illicit market, unregulated cannabis. Who knows? Into stores. With. It, not that you could go to, like, you can go to stores now. In the stores. But, like, get. All of these stores were built 
for socializing, right. not social distancing. That's right. That's like, right. look at the, all, uh, me included. Yeah. Like, go back a year and a half. Oh, we're going to have brand activation spots, and people are going to want to come in and talk it's to us. It's a hangout spot. We had ideas of having like fucking yoga classes in the thing. Well, I, I even the, uh, yeah. Oh my God, we can't do any of this. Yeah. Yet the province wants us to line up to get into a 1,200 to 1,500 square foot store on average. So you're putting people potentially in high risk categories, people over 60, yeah. mobility affected people, um, immune, um, compromised people. Now wait outside in the scorching heat or, 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 or within a couple of months, yeah. like in the like frigid cold right. to get into a store where you can probably only put six people in. Where the thing has been set up with display cases all over the place and dudes with, with you know, yeah. with, with yeah. iPads yeah. kind yeah. of talking to you, yeah. wanting you to touch things. I don't want to touch your stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, things change. I mean, on, on that note, Weebox stores, we completely scrapped all the designs. It's entirely counter service. We're building all of them. We're going to have social distancing tiles under the floors. Everything's like six foot apart registers. It's like a display case per register. That's it. There's nothing in the store. It's right. just get in and get out yeah. fast. But they're trying to put us into the same category. We're like lining up for a metro that's forty thousand square feet with, with directional aisles and like six foot it's like circles jam. all over the place. It's like that's relatively safe. This is not safe. Right. And this it's, is the number one part of the public health concern is trying to get people to line up in heat or in cold to get in six at a time into a store that they don't need to go to. They, they don't necessarily need to go to. Right. I understand the province's concerns. I understand the OCS wanting right. a monopoly. It's going to backfire. If the finance minister really thinks about it, you're going to lose tax revenue. I mean, all these stores buy all the product from the OCS anyhow, so right. it's a big win. Right. Right? But they, you know, they, every one of our retailers are put into a really tough position for two months, and they scrambled. Every one of them. We did and our best did to help. Yeah, yeah. And now it's 20 to 30% of their business. That's not going to go back And it's also sunk cost. It's if not, the OCS, yeah. honestly, if they were really good at, at online retail, they wouldn't, have they lost wouldn't even 30%. have to ask about right. this. Right? right, they're trying to force the traffic there, which I get, but it's that 30, 20 to 30 percent business is most likely going to go right back to the illicit market again. Lost tax revenue, you're going to um, public health concern because you're going to be putting you know, customers are going to be buying illicit cannabis and you it's just unregulated, you don't know what you're going right. to be getting, and, and unregulated gummies and unregulated beverages and cookies and all sorts of things, like. Right. Ordered through text, delivered to your door. <laughs> yeah. That, like, either this is legal or it's not legal. Right. Like, yeah. let us, like, you yeah. can get your lunch, your dinner, your groceries, your beer, and your wine delivered. Why suddenly is ca cannabis right. on the on the shit list? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. I agree with everything you've said. Yeah. And I, I, I'm hopeful that there will be, there, look, there was some significant movement on policy mid-COVID because of strong advocacy from the industry, uh, common sense from government and regulators. Let's hope that prevails and we'll continue to push it out and your, your piece. You know, the thing I heard was that the province was on board with this. They were going to make it permanent. The OCS just said, you know, we want, you know, we want our monopoly back, yeah. essentially. And yeah. Probably not something so vulgar, but... Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if that's what they said? If they actually said... I'm not actually just suggesting that they actually said that, but they said this is what we want. Yeah. From what I understood, that the province is considering making it permanent with radius limits, which completely makes sense. And it's exactly how we built Teltex. The thing is, it observes radius limits. And to be honest, we built it to also work with the OCS. Like, it's not us versus the OCS. We want the OCS to be on there because there's plenty of people who don't live within six kilometers well, of the Canada. Well, there's store. huge swaths of the province. And when I mean that, like within 10 hours driving, that there is no place to get something delivered. So let 
we've literally built this to work with all the provincial distributors. The way we integrate in the back end is like it's a, it, essentially it's a product discovery and marketing platform. Like we're not a delivery service. Right. You know, we're you know it itself is not a retailer. This it's just lets consumers find the best products that make sense for them and lets them reorder them, but it connects them with the store. So like those stores too, they they have very limited options to get people in. They honestly, it's just. Simple as the thing they're only really allowed to do is stick a sign outside that says open. That's Barely. It. You can't do flyers, <laughs> you can't put up a billboard, you can't run Facebook ads. And we're here to help retailers. Yeah. We, we help them find new customers in their zone. We help them get more business from the customers that they already have. And let these consumers build a relationship with their local cannabis store, which they need to have. Yeah. If they want to buy from the OCS, they'll buy from the OCS. But a lot of them want that relationship. People love relationships with their local retailers. Yeah. It makes sense. And they're going to need them more and more because it's going to, it's much more competitive and it gives them a competitive advantage. And 100%. Well, th- uh, so, uh, amazing product, uh, inter- cool techs, cool uh, tech, yeah. and uh, interesting times. Um, may you live in interesting times, and we certainly huh. do. Um, but I appreciate you coming by, making time, uh, coming to the porch. This is, this is good. I should come by every week. <laughs> I wish I could leave it set up we the whole time. Sure we, you know what? Next week there'll be a new thing. <laughs> I'll have a ton of opinions on it. Right. Bring me back. <laughs> well, my neighbors think <laughs> I'm... There'll be a bill of taking something away or giving us something no one expected. <laughs> right. like, now the OCS is going away. No, no. caps. It's right. 75 stores now. <laughs> what? I mean, the big... So in addition to sort of allowing sort of the, the fully calm with delivery and pickup, the idea that they're holding back to only do five-a-week licensing is... It's uh, just too slow. And I, I can't I see them. Look, look, here's the thing. The one thing with the Ford administration is, uh, you know, I always have... Prior to this, I had a lot of problems with, mm-hmm. like, he's, he's handled this pandemic incredibly well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am a free enterprise guy um, with, I enjoy watching social safety net people. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think it's in their core DNA to give us eventually what they want, what we want. We need to have, they need to blow the caps open. Maybe not recklessly, they need to open it up. Move it faster. Yeah. Look, let us get out on the street and fight it out, all of our, us retailers. Right. Okay, that's, that's. That's free enterprise. Let us get build stores. There's going to be tons of carnage, but you know what? It's going to happen regardless. Let like, it happen because they're in business, not yeah. not with vinyl. Let us get the, the consumer is ready to move away from the illicit market. We have all the tools in place to do it. We've observed every rule that they've thrown at us. We're happy to do it. Let us get into business. Yeah. Quit changing the goalposts. It's yeah. Every month the goalposts change. Just pick a path and let us get going. Amen. Amen. Well, when that happens, you'll come back. Oh, <laughs> Maybe before then. Could be next week. <laughs> I, I hope it is. I hope it is. Jeremy, thanks for coming by. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.